Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offroad Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Kyle, and this is episode 157. Kyle's in studio today. First on time. His way back. First time recording. Uh, on his way back from the Badlands, from the annual Hangover Run. Do you have any menu uh, memories on your phone on the face pages today? Uh, I haven't clicked on them, but I know oh, okay. they're hiding in there. They're in there, yeah. That's what I've got on mine. All my memories are popping up from last year and the year before's uh, Hangover Runs. That's so, a crazy thought. That and was the, year the before. third year of that Hangover Run for you. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That hangover, that hangover run. That Hangover Runs started in '98. Really? Yeah. And that was your. That was your guys' no. Oh, okay. Badlands. Oh, I see. I don't I know. It wasn't busy. I mean, there was. I mean, there was us. Like as this a is the twenty twenty fourth, twenty fifth anniversary. If it was ninety eight. 98, that'd be, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Pretty sure that's what the uh, guys were talking about when I was hanging out with them with uh, Kirk and JL and Bart. They were talking about that, and Kirk said that he came in 98. Came in 98? <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe he missed 98, came in 99, and hasn't missed one since. I don't know. I mean, it was, wasn't was many showing. I, I, I figured, you know, getting that cabin was going to be a struggle. No. Nothing. I mean, it was Never us. Is. Maybe two other groups, you know, yep. a couple side-by-side owners there for the day, and that's uh, it. Jeff said that Thursday was, like, insanely busy. Oh. Because it was so nice out. Yeah. And it was supposed to rain, so I'm assuming, you know, and, and you know what? Every year, nobody, like, it's not super busy, but everybody's missing out, that's for sure, because it's always a good time, it would, even on the bad day, like, even when it's not grayed out. And it wasn't too muddy. Nah, it, it wasn't, considering. Yeah. I mean. Because they had a bunch of snow out there, didn't they? Yeah, we had, well, we had some snow. We had by two inches. Yeah. It wasn't a crazy amount, but it was, it was uh, also like negative eight. So everything froze. Yeah. And so this was, it was thawing. Yeah. There was some th- uh, slick ride. There was still some ice in the rivers yeah. and everything. Not when I got done with it. <laughs> you weren't there for that. No. That was the night before. So in the, when you come up to where the tubes are, like to come into the, uh, the culvert there, like the, the big concrete. Thing yeah, that's you can't drive off. through that anymore. They you can't drive through off. that. But from when you make that last turn around that tree, it's always real deep right there. Mm-hmm. From right there, just the other side of that tree, like as you come up to that tree, from right there, all the way around that bend, all the way into that culvert, into that box, concrete box, was all solid, like two, three inch thick ice. Oh, and I came up to it and I was like, not today, junior. <laughs> and so I broke it all up. I went through and just kept crunching it all up and, and busting it up. And like, uh, it would dead stop me. Like I'd be pushing it and all of a sudden your Jeep would just stop and just start digging holes. And, uh, I would back up about four feet and get a run up to the ice. And then right before you get to the ice, you stop and let the water pick the ice up. And as it starts picking the ice up, it yeah. just starts breaking. It just starts rolling a broken wave underneath of it. Yeah, and, that uh, explains why all that ice was broke. Because I was, I went through there and I kept trying to break more of it up, and it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it was all up on land, so it wouldn't crack. It mm-hmm. didn't know where to go. Yeah, I went through and broke it all up. It was one sheet. It was one solid sheet all the way in there. Oh gosh, like all the way around that corner, all the way up to it. So probably what 50, 60 feet. So nobody's been back there since it froze over. That is wild. Or since nobody was big enough to push that ice and break it. Yeah, yeah, and hmm. so. I went and broke it all up and we came the next day and Seth and I pulled around that corner. I was like, all gone. All the ice is gone. 
like completely melted. All washed down the river. I don't think so. I think it was just all, I think that it just melted because once I broke that broke it up, the water could get in between it oh, and it was yeah. 47 degrees overnight. So it just melted it all. When it's one solid ice cube, it doesn't melt very fast. That is arguably my favorite weather to go wheeling in. Oh yeah. Around the fifties. Cause you can have a sweater on the windows rolled down doors off doors off if you want <laughs> and the heat on. Yeah. Cause I mean, what Cherokee doesn't have overheating issues. Mm, you get to mine. just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine I, used to I, be I really a, bad. I'd I put have, a 160 thermostat in it, fixed it. Oh, you're cheating. Yes. <laughs> when you don't drive it full time, you can get away with that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mine, uh, Mine used to, and rather than just putting a new radiator in, I instead did the reasonable thing and put a second electric fan in. Yes, that's what I did. And now I, I finally gave up. I said, I'm just going to put a new radiator in there, and now it'll finally, in the summer, I can have the air conditioning on and not have it start overheating. So bougie. Oh, it's so fancy. We have some things to get out of the way. Like somebody needs to win some money. If I, it ends up being me now that I'm finally here, that would be hilarious. But uh, we'll have to cancel it. I'm going to be the last Patreon. <laughs> I have that timestamp somewhere. We were talking about that. I'm going to be the last one to win. The last one to win. The, la- the last patron. I'm going to be Thanks the for- only one still holding out, waiting for <laughs> waiting for my chance to win. It's getting to the point now where I need to start writing down, writing down the previous winners so I don't like double up. But I'm sure if I do double up, everyone will let me know. Well, DJ won twice, hasn't he? No, he won on the 100th episode. That's then right. He won the Patreon. That's right. Don't remind him. I think he's forgotten. <laughs> it's been three months and he hasn't claimed it. Oh, either, DJ, you didn't win anything. Don't worry about it. These yeah, are either not the he didn't claim it for. or Chris forgot to bill me. Not sure which. Or <laughs> maybe probably or on maybe, my tab. Maybe I already paid for it. And I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. He's Chris spread it out between you and Dave. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mango. Pick a number between um, one and six. One and six. Mm. Yeah. Five. Sure. Five? We're going to do five. Okay. Some, someone's not going to win, and it's going to be my fault now. Uh, somebody's definitely not going to win, <laughs> and it's definitely probably your fault. It's my fault. Now pick a number between one and 54. Well, that's an easy one. Okay. 30. 30. <laughs> oh, as it should be. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah, that uh that poor little 30, it uh it's still holding together. As much as it wants to die. I keep coming up with the same answer, but I don't know if she's won before. She. Hmm. Do you think she's won? Are you eating a cookie on my podcast? I'm sorry. I'll stop eating a cookie. Stop eating a cookie on my podcast. It's delicious. It's a serious moment. (laughs) She hasn't won. Has she not won? So is this Jade? I don't think she's won. I don't think she has either. Ricky, (sighs) no, it's Ricky that won. Ricky won. So now Jade won. And it's Ricky's fault that she's number 30. Oh, no. Because he overpays each month. So he's a twofer. (laughs) So that was her second entry? Uh, No. Because he has two entries, it set her down in the 30 spot. Oh, <laughs> this is Ricky's fault. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Jade. Nice work, Jade. I don't know what you're going to buy, but I'm guessing it's going to be probably a coilover. No, it's going to be uh, ducks. 
It's probably going to be a coilover since she bent it. Oh, that's right. That was when you guys were down at AOP. Yeah. I'm guessing she's not fixed that yet. I haven't heard. I saw her driving it earlier today. It should drive fine. It just has this kind of in the shaft. A little bit of a bend. It's got a hook. Yeah. Congratulations, Jade. Congratulations, Jade. Maybe Kyle I'll will win in fact next be the time. last one. <laughs> I'll see you guys in three months to try again. <sighs> That's wonderful. Okay. We have given money away. We have fulfilled our, oh no, wait, shit. We didn't fulfill our duties. I'm going to have to do this like I did the uh, core entries. I'm just going to have to hemorrhage money until I win. I hate this thing. <laughs> I hate this thing so much. You have to buy in your entry. Um, so if this thing's not wrong, we have one new patron in the giveaway tier. Oh, wait, I think I know who that is. Do you? What's his name? You tell me. Uh, I'm so bad with names. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, like, I don't think you know. Uh, it is Cam. Is it Shuri? Shiree? I don't know. He's not one of the ones that was at the. No. Oh, okay. You talking about Alex? No. Alex yeah, because he, he oh. was eyeballing. Which one? To see one of the guys that was in the Ford. No, that is uh, which guy in the Ford? I'm got, sorry. I don't remember. You got names. Radio Man and then you Radio got, Man. Oh, Radio Man? Radio Man. Oh, okay. Radio Man. Radio Man. I, I dubbed him that. Yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We should explain. We, that's, uh, that's, we went wheeling on a... Wait, did you go wheeling on a Friday? I... Did not. It was on a Saturday. <laughs> so <laughs> close. <laughs> I had the option, but I didn't go. I don't know. I was thinking of buying the season pass when I was there. Because how many times do you have to go for it to pay for itself? Looks like 14 or 15. 15 I times? I was going to do it. I was going to buy one while I was there on oh, Monday. No. On Sunday. Look, there's already one. That, way I, could just re- f- that way I could just restart it every year on the first. Did you have it up until the first? No. Oh. Okay. I let it last last year. Because I usually go, I don't know, four or five times a year to Badlands. I hate this stupid computer. Because I can't, dude, touch the buttons. Where the A is, is the, um, like, the search button. There's a magnifying button. Oh, yes, because because Chromebook. Because that's where, like, the cap lock is supposed to be. But instead, they put a thing there. (sighs) So annoying. They make it miserable. Oh, no, there's another chunk in my milwaukee cup oh no i dropped it you it, was, dropped it, it was sitting on top of kenny's comanche and it was running so it vibrated itself off and it like oops dramatically fell down the hill hitting like six rocks so you oopsied now it has dents but miraculously the ora sticker is uh unharmed mint. so there the you go ORA sticker is mint for the record i did post the uh the deal of the week this week you could be a gold member for the low, low price of $349 a year. That's the gold one. The gold member gives you free admission, extended riding hours, gold member pennant, 10% discount on merchandise. Tell me more. 10% discount on off-the-trail camping and lodging. Ooh. 10% discounts at Adventure Rentals. The gold passenger, free admission for a designated passenger Ooh. is an additional $75. Mm. Yes. Oh, that's a good uh, my wife is coming wheeling mm-hmm. edition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The silver package is free admission. 
10% off merchandise. And the passenger is $75 extra also. Mm. And it is $249 a year. The bronze is just free admission. It's $179 a year. $179. How much is it to go wheeling there every day? I know this has been discussed. I don't remember. $25. $25. That is not as many times as I was thinking. So seven days of wheeling and it pays for all. Seven? A hair over. Yeah, seven point one hundred seventy nine mm-hmm. divided by twenty five, seven point one six. Hmm. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad. Seven. I should have bought one. Should have. That would have been two days right there. And then paid you're for just itself. cool. You just walk in like, "What's up, motherfucker?" So I must have been thinking of the gold, the three forty nine. That one must be the four. Yeah. Because that's type, the one you bought. Is dial that in? No, I didn't. I go. I bought the bronze. Everybody oh. just mistaken. How much was the the gold one? The three forty nine. Three forty nine. You get the gold family for nine hundred. 13, so 14 times. That's what I was thinking. So when I said 14 times, it was the gold. Ah. But you also get with the gold, you get all those discounts as well. So like if you were playing on wheeling there a lot, clearly 14 times. Yeah. You would also probably have some cabin rental somewhere in there. 10% off of what we spend this past weekend, almost 800. For that, yeah, probably. Yeah, so 80 bucks off, one free person. Not bad. Yeah. And then, uh, um. you get discounts on the merch, so 10% off everything you buy in the store. So that's decent. You buy a couple t-shirts a year. Yeah, I mean, for the locals, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for not people for you. can wheel on Fridays. <sighs> it's actually closer for me to go wheeling in Iowa than it is to go to Badlands. It's only two and a half for me to go out by complete off-road, and it's three. What do they have out there that you can wheel on? The Stump Jumpers group. Oh. They're doing... You can join them? I did. Oh, you joined January. The, you're a stump jumper. I'm a stump jumper. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, <laughs> let me introduce you to Kyle. Les stump jumper. Golf clap. Yeah. I didn't know that you joined the stump jumpers. Yeah. When I was there for core, I was talking to him. Mm. I'm like, well, for two, two and a half hours. Then my younger brother lives in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Perfect place to meet halfway. So we're going to go the 28th, I believe, is the winter run. And it's going to be back in January. Yes. I'm pissed. And it's going to be in Rich's place. <clears throat> um, hi. This message is for Chris Wheely and for Rich Conlon. I'm going to need you guys to get my uh, wheeling rig ready so that I can come drive it. Thanks. Have the rental rig ready to go. Yeah, my my donut, my donut that I left there. Can you put a, a a cage in that real quick and put a top on it? Well, the first rendition of your cage was PVC. The next one's close. It's going to be poop pipe this time. That's fine. Poop pipe will hold a tarp. And then we'll go hit some hit some thing, snow with it. That thing heats well enough. It'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. We'll run the heat through the cage passages, and then it'll Ooh. yeah, radiant heat. <laughs> Ah, hand warmers. Just, yeah. <laughs> Puts, yeah, just grab the cage every time you're cold. Radiant heat. That would actually work some to some degree. I can't. Um, I like yeah. that. Let's do that. Put enough pipe good. above your head that you can just radiant heat the pipe and then you're fine. I mean, at that point, let's just ditch the radiator. Mm-hmm. We'll just run the coolant through the pipes. Yes. And then you'll be nice and warm. Mm-hmm. The engine will be nice and warm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they do that for winter snow be rigs. Good. The dump trucks, the old, the uke trucks, like for, uh, the off-road quarry trucks. Yes. The exhaust runs through the bed. Oh, and the rocks cool it. 
No, the, the the bed, it keeps the bed warm. So in the wintertime, the rocks don't freeze to it. That is genius. Yeah, it is. I had a buddy's motorcycle. That's how it worked. The coolant went through the frame. Really? The frame was the coolant pipes. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how safe that is, but they did I it. Know. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's eighties Honda for you. <laughs> it is what it is. That's, that's what they did. <laughs> I like it. So, so, um, so I was not there. New Year's Eve. Right. I showed up New Year's Day. Neither was I. Technically. What time? When did you show up? I don't know. Late. Oh. <laughs> I showed up early, but also late. I think we got there like one or two. Oh, in the afternoon? Yeah. But it wasn't so your like, fault? Uh, no. Not at all. Nice. Hundred percent. Nice Seth's work, fault. Seth. Yeah. I'm calling that all Seth's fault for sure. Not Absolutely. Steve's fault. Nope. Mm-mm. Put that on the record. Right. <laughs> Somebody mark that down somewhere so that becomes truth. So did you end up doing any wheeling on? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, we got there and went out. Um, we, what did we do? We went back to the quarry and goofed around a little bit back in the quarry. Uh, of course. Yeah, because that's what everybody does. What did we do? We just really just kind of goofed off back in the quarry for a little bit. And then we went and rode. Oh, we went out and went and did some night wheeling a little bit in the in the night. That's where that video of Dustin came from of him, him giving her to get up. I think it was V notch. Uh, it could be. Yeah. There, there's some video of him I saw uh-huh. just there's a letting the squirrel work. Yeah. Oh, that was not V notch. That was a new, a new wall that we found back in the quarry. Oh, that I have never seen in my life. Is it behind where the back of the quarry is? Yes. It's always behind the quarry. Oh, you know what? That's where <laughs> I went and I got denied on. Oh, really? Yeah, where it's got that big hole right on the top mm. on the right side. Yeah, I think so. Between two trees. It is between two trees. There's a hole on the right side because it's a double ledge. Yeah. It's a wall with a one-foot ledge at the top of it. And then uh, there's a hole, yeah, to the right side by that tree. So, like, you're between the tree root and the rock. There was a lot of trail I you saw this on weekend. That? Yeah, I... um. You probably just didn't have the right line. I didn't have the right line. I didn't have a thick enough of a foot. And it's also wet. I don't want to bash on that frame rail because it's not plated. Don't be a girl. I already caved it. Just do it. There's already a spot. I have a soft spot on the, on the unibody rail that I was oh, kind really? of, I was just not looking at. I wasn't ah. thinking about it because I was hoping <laughs> it would just go away until I went soft to. Soft spots don't go away. It really didn't. And I, when I got all crossed up on a rock, it. Uh, Is that the one we dented on? It. Basic with that soft spot turned into a crack. Oh, so there's that's convenient. just in front of the leaf spring perch. There's now a hole and there's a crack in it. Now here's the good news is the crack. Where's the crack in relation? So you have the bottom of the rail and you have the side of the rail, the outside of the rail. Where's the crack? The, the rust hole is on the outer bottom corner. corner. So on and the, then radius. the crack is going up. Sweet. So where does the crack go? It goes how far is it from the leaf pocket, from the box? Far enough away to where it won't impede. Yet. Yet. Right. The good news is you don't weld to that spot. Oh, for the stiffeners? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's still, oh, I'm getting on a tangent here. There, I, I'm mulling over the idea of forelinking the rear. That's going to require a frame. Yes. But it won't require Who did you say you want to order those through? Iron Rock Off-Road. Oh, really? Iron it Rock is, Stiffeners? It is not. Oh, oh, you're talking the, the stiffeners. stiffeners. Um, Aries Fab is like a mile and a half down the road from my house. Do they so. make a stiffener? Yes. They make Aries. a full wrap stiffener. Fab. 
XJ stiffeners. Yeah, he James is a friend. He uh I worked with him on my rear bumper, the front bumper. Um I've done a few tests for him, like my shifter linkage oh, okay. mm-hmm. is from him, not from Azzy's. He actually had that design before Azzy's made his. And he's got sealed like tie rod ends, like mini tie rod ends on each side. So the Himes on the Azzy joints will corrode oh and start junking up. Uh-huh. Um, but his won't do that. They're sealed. His stiffeners completely full wrap the frame in the back. Yeah. Oof. Duh. Yeah. When's the last time you had your cross member down? Um, not too long ago. Okay. It's not bad under there. That was all in pretty good condition. For a couple of years, yeah. I had um, drop pucks on there, so. It didn't, uh, it didn't rust up underneath or anything. The rest yeah, of the so, unibody looks pretty good. It's just that wait. one low spot right by the forward leaf spring I'm perch. Confused. Okay. So this is the mid stiffeners. Does he have more? He's got all three front, mid and rear. Oh, really? I'm looking at the mids right now. Mids look decent. Oh, it works out great. Cause I mean the, just the cost of shipping those things because I go and pick oh, them yeah. up. It's cheap. Yeah, cheaper. It, it drops out down the price. But I so, I mean, they also seem like they're really nice. Dustin picked up a set. Oh, is that what he's got for his? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I linked the two of them up and he stopped by and we got him a so set. So you got a front stiffener for a buck 70. This website's fucking trash. Yeah, his website needs some love. It does because if, when I scroll down from this, when I'm looking at front stiffeners and I scroll down, there should be three things here that say recommended, like related products. Yep. And it has related products. A a cut and fold rear bumper, nothing to do with what I'm doing. Not I'm relevant. At. A Chrysler eight and a quarter truss, also not what I'm doing. A roof rack. I'm on frame stiffeners. I didn't even know he sold a roof and rack. And a fucking and a flag mount CB license plate. No, no, no. It needs to like, be all three stiffeners. I should have all my stiffeners down here and anything related to stiffener stuff. That's what we're working on right now. We're not looking at other goofball stuff, like other stuff. Like, yeah, like and, and on top of that, like. The bumper is 605. The roof rack's 825. Like, it's not like it's low buck add-ons to, like, you know, increase. Yeah, no, the you're purchase. talking no. a whole other product. a whole other fucking purchase. Um, sorry, not to rag on Aries Fab. I'm just like. No, I, I, don't I love his products. I don't know what algorithm sources that, but I want, I'm trying to find these stiffeners, and now I have to go, like, individually find each one, and it's, it's annoying. Uh, rock sliders, like literally it's not even list. It's in, I assume it's in other parts. Uh, let's see rocker replacement. I do need that two by six rocker replacement kit buck 75. Why didn't you bring the one of those down with you? I should have. Okay. So the rear stiffeners are 192. The mid stiffeners are 199 and the fronts are 170. I highly recommend that you put that on your list of things to do between now and March. It will probably not be done before March, Why? but it is going to get done this summer. Do it. I don't have a garage to work on. Take it to work. Like this is in fact an airplane. I, yeah. Strap some <laughs> wings on it and see if it'll fly. Some cardboard wings and a prop on the yeah. front. And nobody will know. <laughs> they'll never, they'll never you know, know that wreath thing. is mounted right now. Yes. Yeah. There's a prop over here. I think you got another one at work. Oh yeah. Just kind of <laughs> those onto the wreath. Nobody will know. And just put a little motor. So it spins. We'll hook it up to the crank. No, it's not running right now. That's why it's in the shop. Mm. Yeah. Need some work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't right. know, I don't have a podcast to bribe people with to <laughs> have people help me, but I'm thinking I'm going to cater some Outback Steakhouse or something. There you go. And motivate, highly motivate some people to come and give me a hand. I don't know why people showed up to help me one time. A couple times. 
Yeah, I I need. They can that. do it some more though, because I like it when people are here to hang out and wheel and work on shit. That's the thing; it's mm-hmm. a lot more fun to work on. See, work on stuff with friends. Yeah, I I do all of my own work by myself, so it gets very quiet. Yeah, when Matt, uh, when Matt and I used to wheel together and hang out every single day, we'd work on the jeeps every single day. Yeah, like constantly working on the jeeps. Like, oh yeah, I'm off work. I'll go to Matt's house and pull my jeep in his garage, and we'll just both both work on jeeps the rest of the night. My, that's what we would do. My last year of college, we had a, so it's four of us, all roommates. We had all of our own tools. We had a garage. Every single day, there was a different car in there. We were a full mechanic shop. We could do anything and everything you wanted. Only for your vehicles? Oh, no, or we no. did it for everybody. Oh, customer stuff? We worked on everybody's stuff. I mean, nice. we'd have Honda Civics in there. We had my 86 Ford in there. My roommates, 40 over, 460 F. So it was all your friend stuff. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't yeah. like customer stuff. No, we weren't okay. making money on it. It was just, I got you. We man. didn't go and get drunk at the bars. We went and yeah. learned how to wire, do custom wiring and do nonsense like that. It's not a bad skill to have. It was a lot of fun. So it was a lot of fun, but it was a lot of waste of time. Is there one of those, there uh, rent a garage things up by you? I want to open my own because there isn't. I would love. There's that one downtown that. near Chicago. Mm-hmm. There's not one in the suburbs by me. That should be one of my investments at some time. Well, like you want to invest in me? No. Like, I want to invest in one here. Because <laughs> the university's here. Yeah. Like, so get the college students. Certainly. There's got to be a little bit of a call for it. I mean, they're, you know, especially up by me, you know, you've mm, got yeah. Barrington and, you know, these upper Soon class as, areas mm-hmm. and HOAs. Yeah. They're not doing their own oil changes in an HOA. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's Sell an idea. I just got to figure out how to make it happen. When you have, uh, I think the way to do that would be to go to like map out other ones that already exist and go to them and like basically pick their brain. Like find the owner who Maybe owns we it. franchise it. Yeah. Like just find the owner of it and then go pick their brain and be like, okay, what would you do if you're going to like, I'm going to open one of these in my area. What would you do if you're going to do it differently? Yeah. Like if you were going to do it again, what would you do? Or, you know, would you do it differently? Um, but open up something like that and that would be sick. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people out there that own, you know, XJs and older, you know, even people now that are buying JKs that don't want to pay a shop yeah. to install the lift kit. Mm-hmm. They still want to do it themselves, but they don't have the knowledge. I mean, you come into a place like that, you have, you know how much fun that would have been to put my lift kit on, on, on a lift. Oh, and Something. not and not on ass or uh, gravel driveway. <laughs> if there was one here in town, I would probably utilize it to pull the transmission out of the crew cab. I'd I'd be there a, are certain days that I'd, I'd be, be like, a oh, season pass holder. Yeah, to be so able to thing. go do something like that. So I feel like a a bright guy that was uh, looking for a long term like a big investment like that. Not only would you put one of those garages up, but you'd put it on a piece of land that was big enough that you could put storage units behind it. To store their projects. So then, yeah. So then you work oh, on you it and you go dip. and you go store it. So when ah, they, when if, they, and, broke, if you, and if you rent a storage unit, you get a discount on the shop rate. Oh yeah. So when they or break the, versa. when they break the bolt off and they get angry, there's somewhere to push it until they're well, ready yeah, to come get, back. You didn't get done that day. You know, like, yeah, you, you worked on it for the whole day or the whole weekend. You rented a shop bay for the whole weekend, but you know, it's a, it's a five month project or a two year project. Yeah. Like no big deal. You just, Take it out of there, wheel it back into the into your storage bay and nightly fees, monthly fees, monthly fees. Yeah, monthly yeah. fees on the storage bay and then nightly fees, you know, day day rate on the shop, whatever hourly or day rate. 
on the shop. But um, anyway, we should probably talk about four wheeling. Yeah, we went off roading. 30 minutes in. <laughs> we haven't talked about it. Whoops. We talked about it slightly. So here it is. You ready? All right. Here we go. Lay There's on me. so much cool shit to know. You ready? We went wheeling. All right. So thanks anyway, for joining us for on. episode 157. We'll catch you on the trail. Yeah, we'll catch you on the trail. And we're going to go to the Patreon. Cue the outro. <laughs> um, oh, wait, that's not it. <laughs> so I came over here Friday night and worked on my Jeeps. Plural. And I got some nice headlights polishing. Oh, I did do some nice headlight polishing. And then I took it to go get dinner while I let the XJ warm up in the shop. So I pulled the XJ out of the garage and put it over here in the shop. I drug all my junk out of it and cleaned it. My God, did you see how much dirt was in the floor of that thing? I do not know how you got that much. It was like an inch and a half deep of dirt. I mean, you might as well have thrown some seeds down. I don't. Yeah. Oh, they would have grown for sure. (laughs) It was established. It was 100%. (laughs) There was enough dirt for growing. Um, it's cause you drive with the doors off. It flings all that crap. The, in the back, back doors are never off. I think it goes past the, it, in yeah. between the A pillar and the back get, of your head. Get out of here. There's that much mud. I, that was a lot. I mean, you should have seen when I pulled weird. my carpet up. I drive Seemed with like full doors and I still had a, a garden underneath my carpet. It's <sighs> just insane. So anyway, um, vacuumed all that junk out, got all that cleaned out, got everything kind of reorganized to some degree, put that back in. Uh, cleaned the throttle body extensively, like exterior. I cleaned the whole exterior of it, thinking that maybe something was sticking on the throttle like that. And then I pulled the, um, pulled the, the silicone boot off, um, the elbow and hosed the whole inside of it down. Did you see anything in there? Nothing. It was a little, it was a little dirty. Hmm. I got a little bit of carbon or whatever in it. So I opened that up and I opened the throttle blade up and I sprayed down inside there. I sprayed a lot. Yeah. I was using Berryman. Uh, B17, I think it'd be B12. I don't know. Mm. Using their carb cleaner, their carbon in, in, in intake cleaner and uh throttle body cleaner and did all that. Got it all set. Went wheeling. Stuck again. It's still doing it. Yeah. The throttle blade is literally sticking open. Are you sure it's the blade and not like absolutely? Your... Well, uh, go ahead. What if it's the cable? I can't find where the cable is sticking. Mm-hmm. And I can't duplicate it. Like that's the, the, the issue is I can't duplicate it, but I walked up to it and just barely touched the throttle like plate or the, not the plate, but the, uh, the actual butterfly. No, the, uh, where the cable mounts on the outside. Oh, like the actual like lever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the linkage. Um, I just touched that and it just, and just flipped right down. Mm-hmm. It's only held up about mm, 16th of an inch. Just enough to make it high idle. High idle. It was idling. It was maybe just right a sixteenth of an inch or a little more off the return off the uh, set screw, and it was idling at twenty five hundred. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and so like I just tapped that and boom, right back down. You have a, so do like, you have an hmm, extra throttle body somewhere? I do have an extra four liter throttle body somewhere. Or take that one off, yeah. soak it. Take that one off, replace it with a seventy mil. Maybe where the bar goes through. I'm wondering if it's not wore out. Yeah, because I think that's got like a brass bushing or something. I uh, think you're right. A Jeep 4.0 shit O throttle body, not spacer, just the throttle body. Who has a replacement? Ooh, they make some big ones. BBK makes a 62. 
there was a guy that was working on making a. I think sixty two is the biggest one. He was doing a, a Chevy. Oh, you know what? Like an eighty something that. millimeter. But the, then you have to bore the intake out. I don't. He's got it on his. I, I'd have to on look the, up the name of the guy. But he was working on a monstrous intake on there. I don't know how it doesn't just flat out stall the moment you open the throttle. <laughs> 91 to 03. So there's a lot of uh, stuff here. So anyway, yeah, I think in, I'm thinking maybe just buy a new throttle body. I mean, it'd certainly be the fastest way to fix it is to just. I think, it's, I think it's the rightest way. I mean. To fix it. It opens and closes a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it wore down. Yeah. I just got, yeah, I, need, I cleaned it. I don't know. Um, I haven't decided what my plan is. Anyway, so we cleaned that and it's still stuck. And then I got underneath and I pulled the whole yoga part and all that on the transfer case. I put lube on the seal. I checked everything underneath. It looked pretty decent. Um, I put uh, that form in place gasket on there to kind of ho- help that seal stay in there. Just give it some motivation to stay. In. Yeah, a little bit of glue. A I mean, extra. Did, did you, did you put a new seal on? No. Because when you pulled it off, it had end play with the yoke off. Yes. But none with the yoke on. Correct. And then you were able to, you glued the seal back on. Correct. And drove it in. Right. And it came out anyway. Always. Strange. Every time. And I tap it. You have to like, I put it back in with a 32 millimeter socket, like tapping the edges. Like you, you have to like hold it. Like it doesn't want to go in. Yeah. And, and I tapped it back in place and it went in. And it's tight. It's tight enough for a seal, but somehow it just every time. So I put that back in there, buttoned everything back up, got the Jeep ready to roll. Uh, Seth showed up in the morning. I didn't get out of here till two thirty in the morning, and oh, so geez. I wasn't in a hurry to wake up. So I got up a little after eight. Met Seth here a little after nine. Um, as soon as I got here, he's like, "Cool." He's like, uh, "I was gonna hook up to the trailer, but it's locked." I'm like, "Yeah, keys are in here." Go in here. No keys. Oh, no. I'm like, hmm, where are those keys at? Like, where did I put them? I thought I put them in here somewhere. And so I called Jess. I was like, hey, my brown coat hanging over there. Uh, check the pockets. She's like, okay. And I was like, just let me know what you find in there. And she's like, well, I got uh, some crew cab keys. Oh. There they are. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the key to the truck has the key to the trailer. Because you're not going to take the trailer anywhere without the key or without the truck. Uh, so Seth and I jumped in the hoopty and rolled it back to the house. Grabbed that, grabbed the keys, came back, hooked up the trailer, pulled the Jeep out, threw it on the trailer, strapped it down, uh, grabbed everything we needed for the weekend, and then hit the road. Uh, by that point, it was pretty late. He was like, he said something like, well, we won't be there until afternoon. And I looked at my phone, it was 11.03. I was like, yeah, it's afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's already afternoon out <laughs> it's, there. It's already afternoon. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to make it there by then. So, we must have got there a little after one. Um, so, we scooted over there. And pulled in, offloaded the Jeep, everything pretty, I mean, just easy. His 3.5 and his truck pulled fine. Like, honestly, that's a nice truck. 3.5. 3.5 twin uh, turbo, twin turbo. At least one of the 3.5s made it to Badlands. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) More on that later. Uh, Two, two of them. Two out of three. Ain't bad. Oh, that's right. One of them pulled with a Ford Ranger. I don't know if you saw that. Did it also have a 3.5? I don't know what they put in those. What's in the brand new Ranger? I don't know, but he claims it, it pulls it no problem. Is it brand new? It looked brand new. I, I think it's a 21. Uh, 21. What he was saying. 21 Ford Ranger. I can't imagine they put the three, five in that. It's gotta be the, what the two Oh, 
I think is two, what they put in those. No, two seven. Two. Yeah, it might be two seven. I don't know Fords. It came two different engines offered in the Ranger, a two point three liter engine that makes one hundred and forty three horsepower, one hundred fifty four pound feet, and a four zero. Nice. A four zero V six with two hundred seven horsepower. What's well, a Ford freaking Ranger? They still make the four liter? I mean, he said that thing's rated to tow, I want to say 7,000 pounds. That's got to be the four liter. And it, he said it pulled it there fine. So that's, it looked cool. Yeah. It was a good looking truck. Looked mean going down the road. Mm hmm. They pulled, he pulled uh, Andy's Jeep. Yeah. And Andy with the F 250 pulled his F 250. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ranger pulling an F 250 would have been wonderful, though. <laughs> That'd be sacrilege. It'd be hilarious. Break the internet with that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, so, so anyway, yeah, we got sh- there in one piece. Yeah, we got there in one, one piece, no problem. And then uh, we went out on trail. But like I said, we went to the quarry and goofed around. And then uh, we just kind of hit a couple of different obstacles, went and hit V-notch and all that jazz. And then uh, everybody's like, what do you want to do now? I was like, let's go. Do, you'll do some trails at night because it was getting dark. And so we took off from V-Notch and went and uh, went to the north of the quarry and did a couple of little, the little rock garden that's back there and got up that and every, got everybody up it. And then we cruised out through the forest and then Dustin had a flat tire. So we had to air that fucker up. I think for the second time. Yeah, second time because he was flat over on V-Notch and then he was flat almost like 30 minutes later on the other thing. I'm like, put some more air in that bitch. Was it just leaking from the bead? I don't know. Leaking somewhere. one of the Morflate uh, spare tire deletes. He has a spare tire. There's that too. <laughs> oh, he needs to finish off those tires and then he can get his new ones. I guess so. Uh, so anyway, we uh, uh, got him aired up, took off, went cruising, and then we found that. It's like, this is getting kind of late. It, it's taking a long time for us to like mosey through these areas because there was a gaggle of like six of us. And then we were cruising along that back, uh, along the barbed wire on the northeast edge of the park. There's barbed wire all along there. And that's where we came across that wall. And I was just driving along. And I looked over and saw that big old wall. And I was like, I've never, it's not big, but it's a five or six foot wall. It's an event. Yeah. It's a five or six foot wall with a, like I said, there's a wall and then there's like a, probably a one or two foot flat. And then another one foot wall. Uh, to so go it's a like double a climb. Ledge. It's a double climb. Yeah. That's one mm. that I think you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's we're talking about the same one. Yep. Yeah. Um, Cause right next to the barbed wire. Follow me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, are, I have arrived to the conversation. Okay. So we, uh, a handful of us jumped up that real quick. And then Andy is like, we got to get out of here. We got 15 minutes. So I'm going to get charged 50 bucks. I'm like, how long does 50 bucks buy us? <laughs> if we can stay <laughs> till midnight, I'll, I'll spend the 50 bucks. There was five of us and it was 10 bucks ahead. I'm like, 10 bucks ain't a bad price to pay. Like I'm yeah. kind of okay with that. Um, but he didn't give me an answer. So we left. <laughs> so we cruised out of there, just cruised through the Creek. That's when I broke up all the ice. And then we, and then he was like, we got to get going. And so I got on the fire road and just put the foot, put my foot down. And, and, uh, Seth and I rolled about 35 mile an hour from the quarry, from the tubes back to the main road. Riding like Rob through the fire trails. Yeah. Just, it does pretty good. It floats, it floats pretty decent when you, you just got to get that wheel speed going. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get up to like 30, 35. And uh, so we shot down through there and we got to the gate to leave and the gate was closed. 
with the chain wrapped around it. Oh, no. And I was like, sweet. And so Seth hopped out and looked at it. He's like, oh, it's not locked. It's just with the gate with the chain wrapped around it. I was like, okay. So he opened that up. I was going to go back to the cabin. He was going to catch a ride. I was like, oh, I'll just back up here. Literally sat there. He opened it. Then I pulled through, backed up, got out of the Jeep, walked over there, talked to him for a little bit, and then everybody else showed up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was just waiting on everybody. Like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to come eventually. They still made it out before seven, but oh, that's good. like 658. And uh, I mean, I can't imagine they're swiping your credit card at 701. No, I highly doubt it. I mean, they made the next day, but so. Um, so then we went back to the cabin and we ate some dinner. Uh, by that time, the uh, the wheelers had shown up, Jordan and Nathan. In the old Rango. In the Rango. Uh, and uh, they had shown up and they brought chili and they brought pulled pork and they brought snacks and some other stuff. And then Audra had cheese like queso and taco meat and taco shells and all that goodness. So we had lots of like dinner food. Yeah, you were set. I was set. Sweet. Uh all ate dinner, chilled, everybody was drinking a little bit. I sat down on the couch, and I was like, I am going to take a nap. And so we were watching uh, National Treasure. Like, it was us. It was on TV. I wasn't really watching it. Just everybody's too loud in there. And, uh, and then so I took a nap, and that's where the pictures of me taking a nap came from. I see. Yeah. Now I get the story behind the picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> you passed out. I took a nap. Um, every kept bugging me. Every, like, every time I would fall asleep, Dustin or somebody would be like, would say my name or something, try to wait and, like, wake me up. I'm like. Why are you like, let me nap? Like, give him, quit give, messing him 20, with me. give him 20 minutes. Yeah. I think it's like two hours, way. but oh, yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes, two hours. We got back at <laughs> seven. I was probably asleep by eight 30 and I woke back up at like 10 30. So yeah, enough just time for the ball to drop. Yeah. Well, yeah. Got to reset. Right. Um, and then, yeah, so we hung out and just tanked, waited for the ball to drop. And then I think we stayed up to like one 30 or two. And then we decided all, we should all go to bed. And uh, yeah, it was a good night. I didn't. I didn't Drinking, miss you guys talking. by much. Not by much. <laughs> Only a few hours. Had you, had you stayed on the road and actually like? Well, no, you left at two, which was three hours. I mean, I kept taking naps too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and then I woke up at eight on Sunday, and there was some guy bucking sleep on the couch, making a ton of noise. There's another was, guy upstairs making a ton of noise. I was making noise. Yes. Yeah, because I, I waited till, because I, I have high school friends that come over every year. My twin and I uh, always do a little New Year's get together. And then uh, at a, when the ball dropped, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to, I got to go. So you guys enjoy yourselves. I did the Midwestern goodbye. I ended up leaving about 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I was awake. I had my temperature set to 62. I thought it'd be oh, cold enough. No. And it was not. It's too cold. I You, uh, you turn the heat up and roll the window down. I should have. That's how you do it. That would have been the way to do it. Yeah. Because I was very tired, you know, mentally wide awake. Mm-hmm. No problems. But my eyes just kept, just kept dipping down. It's not like you had anywhere to be. You could just take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's what I ended up. <laughs> I got out of the Chicago area. Um. And it got to a point where I'm like, whatever is next, I'm, I'm getting off at rest stop or Oasis. Cause I remembered that there was a, I think it's the Belvedere Oasis. No, not Belvedere. One of them. I don't remember. Um, so I went and jumped up, up on top of the Oasis, put it in park and said, I need to just close my eyes for 20 minutes. 
give him a break, and then I'll be right back. So I fell asleep, woke back up, threw her in drive, kept going, went another hour and a half, stopped for 20 minutes, closed my eyes, kept going, got there by about 7 a.m. So I walked in. I was like, yep, that's it. I'm going to bed. <laughs> fell asleep on the couch, and then uh, come to find out there were a bunch of mattresses that were open upstairs. But I slept good enough. Those two hours were a good power nap, and then we went wheeling. <laughs> It was a good time. Yeah. So got everything unloaded and everybody, nobody had broken from the first day. As far as I know, I brought a few spare shafts cause uh, I believe it was Andy thought uh, he broke a shaft. So I grabbed my, my nine one one shafts. I took a set of stock shafts, put some U joints in there and fully welded the caps in place. So those are my, um, those are my screw it shafts. If I want to put something in that, I know wasn't going to break. It was those because it wasn't going to break the huge or wasn't going to break the ears on the U joint. Those things were full welded. It was either going to snap the shaft in half or shatter the U joints. So those I ran. So brought those, you know, got my stuff unloaded. The caps are fully welded in. They are fully burned into not place. tagged. They will never come out. As I you. made, I made certain of that. <laughs> Cause I, I had excessive. a, I had a spare set of shafts and we were going to uh Turkey Bay. Are they greasable? No, they're sealed. You probably smoked all the grease out when you burned them in. I definitely did. Okay. I definitely did. That's a get you off a trail set. I, I, I was very particular. Like I was very meticulous. I had welded a little bit and okay. then let it cool down, but you know, it's, it's, it still was hot. I definitely messed oh, yeah. those up, but when we went to Turkey Bay, you know, you break in the back half of that for anyone that's been there, you break in the back half. I mean, it's two hours to get back from Oof. the rear of it, not to mention, you know, fixing it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want them to break. So did that. And they never did break, but I have since gotten Yukon shafts and those don't break. Yeah, those don't break either. Not on 33s. I don't. Yeah, not yet. At least you I, break uh, those on 33s. You're doing Tom stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do Tom stuff. So. Yeah. See, you're good. So, yeah, that um, that quarry at Badlands seems to be a time suck every time we go there. It's because it's where the obstacles are. Yeah. But I think they're working to make more obstacles, like find more obstacles within the park. Yeah. I heard rumor Ooh. that Kyle just got a new excavator. Ooh. It's coming. We get to. So. Glad need to have us come play with it. Yeah. I think that I think he wants to play with it. I think we got enough people in the podcast that we could come up with some sort of new line for him to make back. But regarding, you know, anyway, so I mean, we hit <laughs> we hit the trail, and I think we pretty much went straight to the quarry that morning, right? Because we we got a late start. Uh, you guys went straight to the quarry. That's right, because you guys split off. I went. We, I was that. taking too long. I'll own up to that. I was taking too long to get ready, and everybody uh, else was wrapping up breakfast. Yeah, I was, I was taking too long as well because I was out. I got up at eight. Everybody was still asleep. I went to town. Oh, um, I didn't even know that explains where the McDonald's came from. Yes. I went to town and got Pepto-Bismol and Tums because I was in a bad way. In fact, come to think of that, I left yep. my Pepto somewhere. Sure did. Son of a bitch. I think Audra it? had it, but I'm sh- huh. pretty sure it got thrown out. Ain't that a bitch? Or she took it home with her. I don't she know. She was brand new. It was um, unopened. Yeah, it was unopened. <laughs> I think I opened the cap on it because I was going to get like get some, and then I decided not to. Um. Anyway, so 
I went and picked that up because my stomach was just a mess. I don't know what the deal was. And then I was getting ready to come back and I was like, what am I going to eat for breakfast that's not like going to fuck with my stomach some more? Not saying the McDonald's is a premier option, but I was like, I need something mild. Yeah. So I just got two like ham, egg, and cheese, uh, ham, egg, ham, egg, and cheese, not biscuits. The fuck are they? Like McMuffins? Muffins. Yeah, McMuffins. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just ate those. I was like, yeah, this is good enough. It'll work. And so anyway, I wanted to put something in my stomach that wasn't alcohol. Yeah. So I rolled on back to the place and then I just hung out and everybody else kind of finally woke up around like 9, 9.30. Yeah, that's when we were all getting mm-hmm. the show on the road. Well, you know, New Year's. Yep. That's and, why they call it a hangover run. Yep. And then, uh, so Kirk and them from the 4 by Fools, uh, Kirk and JL and uh, Bart had showed up. And I'd seen when I was coming back from, a, from town, I had seen Kirk coming in. And I was like, okay, cool. Like Kirk was coming in. I was like, cool. And so um, when I took off from the cabin around 11 or whatever it was, I uh, hollered at them and they were out running another trail. They said, well, yeah, we'll be there in about 10 minutes. So cool. So I just waited on them. And then we went and ran the new red trail, which is like a whole lot of the old green trail blended with some new shit that they cut. That's a fun trail. That is a fun trail. You were sick. Oh, excuse me. They you might try and turn that into a badge or something. That's what I kind of heard. I overheard that, but I don't know that for sure. I mean, it was. I, I heard that Kyle wants to put a badge of honor trail in the park somewhere, but I don't know if that's going to be one. And I don't know, like, I don't know any details. So don't hold me to any of that. Yeah. All that may be speculated. So I haven't heard it from the horse's mouth. So I don't want to remember nothing. Yeah. What I do want to rumor is that they're going to build a badass rock something somewhere. We need more rocks. I want to get that stirred up. <laughs> Cause people to act up. Um, so anyway, there uh, we ran that again that night. Um, yeah. We'll get to that. Because during the day, you who did you go with? You went you? I went with the with Kirk and J.O. Oh, and, right, right, right. Uh, and Bart. And so the four of us ran it first. And then Kenny bumped into us at half halfway through it. So he ran the latter half with us. And then uh and then we got to the end of it. And everybody was over at V Notch hanging out. And so we had radioed to see where everybody was at. And they're like, oh, we're at V Notch. Like, and we got water. Like, yeah, we got water. Like, I got snacks. Cool. And Audra's like, I'll trade you snacks for water. I was like, that's a done deal because they're your snacks anyway. <laughs> she is so, so prepared for those trips it's yes. amazing so we shot over there to v notch and met up with everybody and everybody's just standing around looking at the notch like they're gonna do something so i went and just drove up it and then point and shoot yeah just point and shoot just drove up and over it and then uh or no wait i take that back i did not i just drove up there and parked my shit i point and sh- I, I did a point and shoot the first day on uh on saturday and everybody was standing around trying to like figure out how to get up it and then a couple other people tried to get up it and couldn't get up it. And then I came back and put on a clinic on how to get up it again. <laughs> and then. Uh, how to climb in three easy steps. <laughs> three easy steps. Point and shoot. Go. That's it. Point and shoot. It's the three steps. <laughs> so, yeah, we uh, we hung out there, everybody. Um, we kind of were all snacking. There's a couple snacks going on. And then Kirk and those guys were eating lunch because it was like two or something like that. Two or three. Oh, that's right. Because we went over. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. what I met up with you guys. Yeah. And so that was there at, uh, at the old notch. And then everybody else took off to the quarry. 
And then uh, I split off from Kirk and went to the quarry as well. And that's when everybody was hanging out down by the pond. Yeah. On that end of the quarry. And so I hung out there and we goofed off for a while. There were some fun lines to be had down there. Mm -hmm. Um, Dustin separated his drive shaft. Dustin separated his drive shaft. Uh, Josh Anderson. I've never seen that thing in person. That's weird. It point and shoots. That thing is so much fun to watch work. Yeah. Right over by, you know, that lower area where the pond is over to the left where that real crooked line is. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was just twisted up in there. Yeah. Bump stops, full hanging, and it just keeps crawling. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a treat to watch that thing. It doesn't work. Oh yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's clearly the time has been put in. And it's so so clean. Yeah. I get to meet a lot of guys that I haven't met in person before. Yeah. That was weird to me. Yeah. Just haven't met. So like I, I haven't been AOP or, you know, trying to think of who I met. I met Alex Grunder. I hadn't met him yet. He was there on Saturday. Yeah, because I don't think I had met Seth yet. Yeah. I think I met Andy maybe once. Mm-hmm. And then some of the, you know, friends from the groups and all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a it was a cool trip. I met a couple other people, a couple of friends of Andy's. And then Wayne brought his buddy Luke. And I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I didn't know that came. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm should, going to know. Should be everybody. Yeah, I know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dave had the, uh, Dave was trying to figure out where we were in the quarry, his locker, or I'm sorry, his lockouts weren't working correctly oh. on the driver's side. Because he was trying to go up a line and uh, every time he would go up it, it was uh, spinning like it was open in the front. He's like, I don't know what's going on with this locker. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, he's sitting there spinning and we realized that the, Axle shaft is spinning oh. on both sides. We're like, huh, I wonder what that's about. So he pulled it apart a couple of times. We looked at it. Nothing was broken. Nothing was dirty. Well, he literally um, pulled it apart. Yeah, we took the Allen heads off, popped mm-hmm. it apart. Well, I should say they did. I stood there and What lockouts managed. are on it? Uh, he's got the Yukons on there. Okay. So I, he was saying he's going to just put slugs in and be done with it. That's an option. Yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't working right. and That's weird that it wasn't working right. Yeah, I, there's I, not a lot to fail. I think it was clocked wrong. It's, I I wasn't there when they finalized it. They don't clock. So it's got those two tabs on the rotating part, yeah. and then there's the two tabs inside the spindle. The inside the spindle, like inside okay, yeah, the yeah, housing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it wasn't clocked correctly to hmm. where when you turned it, it wasn't pushing in and engaging it. Or it was backwards or something. So when you push it in, it disengages it. So it must have been like when you say clocked wrong, it would have been clocked to where, yeah, it was disengaged all the time and it wouldn't yeah. catch it. Because that, I mean, you go to the passenger side, you turn it, just mm-hmm. unlocks. You go to the driver's side and they had channel locks on it and it wouldn't turn. Mm. And we're on flat level ground and he's in two wheel drive. So mm. they played with that for a little bit. Finally. They, I, I, like I said, I'm not sure exactly what they did, but they got it working. It's, it's, it was working as far as I know, it worked the rest of the weekend. So yeah, I went and played on, uh, played on some rocks that were too tall. Yeah, um, you did. Dummy. You know, if I, <laughs> if I sit there and don't wheel, I get shit. I get shit for yeah. it. Um, if, if you I, do wheel. if I go and do things I probably shouldn't be doing, I get shit for it anyway. 
I might as well. It sounds kind of like the whole three bears thing. This porridge is too cold. Yep. This porridge is too hot. Either way, I can't this win. So I might as well go just right. You know, I was that little corner <laughs> over there. I'm always feeling it with those. Like, I don't like, I don't like doing the stuff that I know I'm not going to get away with and I'm probably going to damage so something. So you always want to play on Purgatory? Is that what they call that over that's there? What that, that's what that used to be. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun to go play with over there. I, I'm convinced if I, you. if I got those 35s. I am convinced you're wrong. I are think, you going to change the rear locker? The rear pause track? I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rear. <laughs> I do they make an e-locker for the rear? I maybe what's in the rear right now? Eight and a quarter. It's an eight and a quarter with the Yukon Posse. I mean, it works great. There's, did you build that? Like, did you do anything more than Yukon Posse? Um, the 488 gears, the Yukon Posse mm. and the Aries truss. I am not against ditching that axle. So sell me the Posse. Okay. Keep the, gears. you want it for the Liberty. No. Not at all. I was going to say, you could just buy the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm going to take work. a loss on it either way. So I well, also have the disc, disc brakes. brakes in it. Oh, it's already, it's already got disc brakes. Both of them do. <laughs> um, but. Realistically, I should have put in an 8.8 when I did all that. Absolutely. But. Yeah, you fucked that one up. I, I'm still on the fence about four linking the rear. Mm. I, I go back and forth with it constantly. So I think. I think an 8.8 is just a, such a better platform. Now, honestly, when you put the true track in there, you ditched the weak link. What I consider the weak link of the, um, of the axle, which is the care carrier housing. Because when I welded mine, when I welded my eight and a quarter and it was on 33s and I went out and I set out to break it, it broke the carrier. I finally broke it when I broke the carrier. Oh, geez. And it was on, it was because I was trying to do a burnout on concrete. Oh yeah. You know, that'll happen. Yeah. And I also drove around, like I drove it as a daily with welded spiders for like three or four months. So when I, and this is getting off, ta- off tangent, so I'm sorry. Um, when I built everything, I was going down that rabbit hole. I, you know, I had gone through all of this stuff and I called up Chris and I'm like, I've done all this work. I want the Yukon yokes. Mm-hmm. because everything else is Yukon. Give me the Yukon yokes. And he said, you're not going to want to do that because you've now upgraded. There's nothing left. You've yeah. upgraded everything. If something's going to break now, you're going to deflect the ring gear. I don't see it. And shatter something. Well, cause I mean, I hear it, but I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, two thirty one transfer case with slip yoke eliminator, right? Adam, sh- uh, drive shafts, Yukon mm-hmm. axle shafts, 1310 you- joints. 1310 joints. uh, Anti-wrap? No. That's the other problem I'm having. First thing you're going to break is the U-joint. At the yoke. So I specifically, so he he ended up explaining it to me. I agreed. It's got the original yokes in there. So those are weak. And Mm -hmm. I also purposefully put in greasable joints at At the the, yokes. Yeah, at the yokes. Yeah. So God forbid I do manage to mess it up. It's right there. That's really Super accessible. You'll get into a spot where you'll go up a hill and you'll slide backwards and still on the throttle and it'll go. Yeah. That'll be your, that'll be the break point probably. Yep. Um, And that'll be the easiest place to fix it. I've got another spicer sitting in the glove box. You know, I don't even have to take the shaft out. I'll just pound it out. And Mm -hmm. assuming I'm right, because if I'm wrong, it's going to be expensive. I don't know. 
like I said, I never broke my eight and a quarter while I was out wheeling, even when I had 36s on it. Um, but also I don't think I used to wheel as aggressively as I do now. And even now, I don't think you could have wheeled aggressively as you do now with an eight and a quarter. Bet I could try. Not successfully. Somebody give me a Jeep with an eight and a quarter. I want to try it. <laughs> she get a Liberty with an eight and a quarter. I have one. Nice. Yeah. But I have a couple, like three. <laughs> I think the, I think this one out here has eight and a quarter under it. Probably. We'll I have think to look so. when we leave. It's four linked. Oh, that'd be a really good starting point. Uh, it's, it wouldn't be a bad one. And that's, so that, that's the idea but, I'm having right now. So is the eight, eight. So if I have to four link the rear eight, eight, no matter what, I'm going to have to chop off all the mounts and everything. Eight, eight. I might as well put an eight, eight in eight, eight. So yeah, I, if, if that ends up happening, I'll probably go find one. I can build it on the bench. And then the iron rock kit is just so beautifully comprehensive that I can just Everything bolts in as far as I remember. Oh, really? The cross member for the coil buckets, the shock mounts. Oh, yeah. I've seen that kit. And then you just got to weld on the axle. That's it. It's incredible how how bolt on they made it. There, there are other I think Iron Man makes a kit, but you got to actually weld on the cross member, mm-hmm. which I guess isn't bad. Um, but Iron Rock seems like cool guys. I think everybody would agree that they make a good product. Uh-uh. That Ranger's got the 2.3 liter in it. Mm. Get out of town. That's wicked. It's got the th- the 2.3 liter EcoBoost, 143 horsepower and 154 pound pound feet of torque. And he towed the he towed that Cherokee down here with it. That's crazy. What a time to be alive. Amen. Can what you can you imagine 20 years ago if you would have said I to- uh, towed a Jeep Cherokee with a with a Ford Ranger? Uh, That'd be sacrilege. With a four-cylinder, with a 2.3-liter four-cylinder. Like, oh, it's doable. It can be done. It would probably be terrible, but it can be done. You're not doing it at 75 miles an hour. I can assure you that. I wonder how that, I wonder how it did. I wonder how much it downshifted and shit like that. Does that get like an eight-speed? Oh, God. He said it's got the 10-speed, yeah. Jesus. So you're always in boost. Oh, it definitely downshifted. That's my only problem with those 10-speeds is, you know, someone could certainly tell me if I'm wrong, but they're always finding gears. And it's not hunting though. Our Nissan, it's not finding gears. It's constantly changing your the changing to stay in the band to be right where you need to be. Yeah, which is exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah, because our Nissan van is like that, and I don't necessarily is, does it hunt? like. Can it. you feel it hunting? <sighs> Most of the it's time, it's got you can't a feel really it. touchy throttle. Oh, so if you you know you get to that point, it shifts down. You're like, oh, I don't want it to do that, so you let off, and it shifts back. Then you try to accelerate again. You're sitting there bouncing the gears. Which, you know, cruise control would fix that issue. But yeah, oh, I it guess, doesn't, you know, it doesn't have cruise control. It does. Oh, you yeah, should that, use it. Yeah. Well, I'll get you. My dad doesn't. And he's the one that drives it predominantly. Right. So. So we um, goofed off in the quarry uh, for quite some time. And then we shot back to the uh, the cabin. To cook some lunch. Yeah, go have some lunch. Kyle fired up his... Uh, the Pit Boss. The Pit Boss Pellet Grill. grill. And... It worked great. That's the first did. time I brought it mobile. I, I bought should, it for this intent. I should buy one of those for sure. Menard's got them. They're, 200 bucks? I don't remember the exact... I think I told someone pit 300. Boss. I mean, it's really Sucker. nice because the pellets are built into... 
you know, it's got a slightly smaller stove top. Yours is the is the on the go one. Yeah, it's got the copper top on it. Well, but it's the it's the compact fella here. Yes. You can buy it on bonanza.com for $192.95. It's absolutely worth it. I don't know that Bonanza is a uh, is where you should be buying it, but yeah, I don't know if I trust that. What's that thing called? Let me see here. Uh, uh, here it is. Pit Boss Tabletop. Pit Boss Tabletop. So yeah, we fired that up. Uh, made some brats. Made some burgers. Excellently cooked. They had Traeger pellets in it. The Pit Boss Tabletop with the gold lid, copper lid, the copper top. Uh, Two twenty seven at the Walls Mart. Two forty nine at the Lowe's. Two twenty nine. Oh, you know what? That Caribou. is where I got mine. Was at Walmart. At Walmart, yeah, so I figured yep. you got it. Um, I was say, I don't think I don't know if Menard sells those. I don't see. It. Oh, here's one on Macari for one hundred ninety nine. I mean, if you're someone that has access to power, like if you've got a mm-hmm. crawler hauler or something, you it's don't even totally need that, worth it. dude. You could run that off of a two thousand watt inverter. Easy. Yeah. Supposedly, there is a way to unplug the igniter. Is the igniter hot? Is it uh, is igniter it power is, hungry? Yeah, that's the only thing that's pulling. I think that's like 15 amps or something like yeah, that. that like a thousand watts or something like that. All right. But if you jumpstart it with a um, with a, a torch. Oh, yeah. And then just toss them in there and let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all you're running is a computer fan and a stepper motor. So it, it pulls basically nothing for we were talking about it. Um, this afternoon when we left that we think uh, we were going to plug it into um, Andy's truck, the plug he's yeah. got on the dash and see, but we didn't want to risk, um, you know, at least I didn't want to risk frying out his nice, fancy uh, wonton. Looks like if you're shooting for a 20 amp, you need somewhere around, let's see here. Oh, maybe not. You know, I should do the math on this. The monster math. The math is easy. It was a graveyard smash. It was. Uh, 15 amps at 110 watts. Uh, it'll pull this up, maybe. How many Oops. watts? 15 amps. Yeah, we need a little voltage there, homie. All the uh, electronic nerds are going uh, <laughs> the, the, ape multipl- shit. the multiplication Angry. tables. There are charts for this. Uh, there are. Fact, write it down. There are charts for this. I mean, I I just got a calculator. Uh, if you're trying to pull 15 amps DC, uh, 1650 watts. Yeah, so 2000 watt do no yep. problem. Do it just fine. I think I actually, you know what? Maybe I'll try that when I get home because I have a 2000 watts sitting at home. Let's see. Hook that sucker up, throw it on there, and yeah. see if she see if she conks her out. Um, so yeah, for two hundred and twenty bucks, I should go get one of those, even for the house. Oh, that's all. I I mean, I use a ton of you know, I family of five. We throw a set of stakes on there, and mm-hmm. they all fit. You know, it's a little bit of a tight fit, but it works. If you want to be a badass, you get a trigger. <laughs> this one works great. <laughs> you know, spend more money. Yeah, same, same product. Buy the Yeti cooler for eight hundred dollars because it says Yeti on it. You should. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we smoked up some burgers and smoked up some. Uh, we cooked our buns on there. Did you? Eat, oh, you ever yeah. eat your one? Do you ever? Oh, eat it was it? delicious. Oh, uh, yeah. The second one, I think Vance stole out of the fridge. Vance, you dick! I think it was Vance. No, wait. Oh, somebody split it. Oh, 
I don't remember. It was Vance. There was Gentleman Jack involved, so I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's right, because you guys stayed the night. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Gentleman I, Jack in the middle of the I day. I will say nothing about how that night went. We will talk about it on the Patreon. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, did that, and then we went back out on trail, and we tried to meet up with everybody, but some of the, uh, the other crew was out running a different trail. And so uh, we went and ran red again. The that's where I linked. That's basically. when I linked up with you. Yeah, that's when you hung out. Yeah, we went and ran red. Uh, it's a super tight, twisty trail. It's a lot of fun. I like it. So we started red. So red has a literal sign that says "Start here." That is the nicest marked trail in Badlands. It's pretty good. It's it, brand new. Yeah, and people. Oh my god, do people suck? Like I hate like people annoy me. <sighs> There are the amount of trash the markers, everywhere. No, the markers. There are markers that are set like, you know, beat down to the ground. Yeah. But people just run them over. I'm like, how hard is it to miss a, f- a marker? Yeah. You like, you have successfully driven through this course, but you couldn't miss the marker. The marker. Like, ugh. yeah. Anyway, it's disappointing. People knocking stuff over. There was a tree that was there that made it that made one part obstacle hard. You had like go up. You had to go up high and get around it. Somebody apparently couldn't do that, and so they just knocked the tree over. It was like a six-inch diameter tree. They just knocked it over. It's yeah, fine. That's, yeah, didn't need that anyway. So I think actually, I think we ran that again today. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was started getting a little, little loose back there. Everything yeah. was nice and warm. Did you guys get to the concrete wall this time? No, we couldn't find it again. Jesus. I don't know where that wall is. We went to that little um, dump-off area. That it's they not have even. Back it's there. not even a wall. On red, when you're bumming around through there and working your way all through the zigzags and all that. Yep. Where we went and played on the obstacle course. Yes. If you just kept going past that, you go end up to where another concrete pour spot where they've poured concrete down a yeah. dirt trail and you go up that concrete and then you turn and you go run along the, you run along the ridge that is where the old quarry entrance used to be. Mm-hmm. And then you drop back into the dunes there and then you go along and then you run and you drop and you pull it back up another place. Like there's a bunch of cool. Oh, you drop into the dune right there and you turn around and there's another big concrete pour right there. You have to come back up that concrete pour and then go along some more. Like there's some pretty cool little spots in there. Yeah. We were nowhere near it then. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, red's, I don't know, red is supposed to be more of a obstacle-to-obstacle obstacle trail now, sort of, but I think it would make for a good badge of honor. I mean, it was it was very windy. <laughs> windy. It definitely required some attention. Mm-hmm. It required power steering fluid. Power steering fluid. And hydraulic assist. Yeah, for, that's... Yeah, yeah for Brian. F- he needs it, and I need it. <laughs> but, I yeah. mean, I actually had to turn my locker on to do those trails, and mm-hmm. so... So... Gets an enthusiastic thumb up in my book. We ran red until the uh, until the night expired, and then we bebopped up the trail again, and uh, and left out of the park. And then we went back to the cabin, uh, loaded up my truck or my, my jeep on the back of Seth's truck, and got it all squared up, got all of our junk, and then we left. And I don't know how the rest of the night went. And apparently, we can't find out until we go to the Patreon. You weren't there when Dave got on his. I was not at the same. I was not over there when that happened. When Dave tried to roll. So apparently he was, I, I'm not going to get this right. So I'm sorry, Dave. I guess he was working the line and it just started to lean and it just got right to that point where it was. In it looked like he was on top of two rocks and the front tire came off of one rock and the front is heavier than the back. And yeah. so it just pulled the, and it was, the rocks were probably 40 plus inches tall. Yeah. They were no joke. Yeah. 
And they were big rocks. They're up there in the rock garden would be on the uh, east side of the rock quarry, basically. Oh, yeah. The main part of the quarry on the east side of that. In the trees there, there's a big boulder garden. I wouldn't want to call it a rock garden. It's a boulder garden. And everybody either gets hung up in there to the point where they can't get out or they try to roll their junk or something because the rocks were just huge and spaced out really well. Yeah, he, I mean, like I said, I wasn't there, so I can't speak to what happened, but he, uh, yeah, there's some pictures where he, him? we could certainly call him. Oh my God. I mean, you, I saw pictures of it. We're I mean, never, the rear end is fully unloaded in we're that never leaving here. That sounds fine. That's it. We're, we're going to call him on the Patreon and get his, uh, take I live here now. That is more excuses for you guys. Um, more excuses more. to go join the Patreon. It's 10 bucks. It's in the link right there. Just click your show notes and look at that's the first thing there below, below the show notes. Skip your double mocha. It's five bucks. Your double mocha. Could be 10 bucks. Crappuccino with three pumps day. of disappointment for one day. Three points of, three pumps of disappointment. Yeah. That sounds like why everyone goes to Starbucks. Because it's delicious. Yeah. What? I don't drink coffee, so. Mm. So but, your opinion's void. Cool. Yes. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that whole day. Audra's got my back. It's fine. Of course she does. I mean, everybody drove on the trailer at the end of that day. It uh, apparently we weren't trying hard enough. We weren't because did not run out of talent. Yeah, everybody had plenty of talent. Dave almost ran out of talent, but we had just enough. Luckily, Brendan had enough talent to go grab the back tire and hold him in place because <laughs> that was it. Apparently, they shut off the engine and Dave was shifting around in there, mm-hmm. and, and it was that was starting to get it to go. Oh, we darn. Just just him rustling around in the driver's seat, it almost rolled. Well, we'll call him in a second and yeah. we'll get the full story on that. But, but we'll do it in the Patreon. Yeah. Sorry. We we could have done it here, but we forgot. And for me to add the Bluetooth to the soundboard, I have to end this recording and start again. Oh, Jesus. I know. It's extra stuff. Yeah. At least yeah. I think so. Let me see if that's accurate. Can I add it mid? No, I cannot. I cannot add it uh, mid recording. Wah, wah, wah. So why do they even make this? Thing? And everything you add, like every time you add a channel, mm-hmm. it records the entirety, the length oh, it on the channel. It is an empty channel. Yeah, but it's on there. And so it like takes up that much more room on the card. Mm. So like you're talking about taking like five gigs of audio off of here. Yeah. It's just unused. It's terrible. Yeah. That part's not great. But anyway. Yeah. The night that I've never, so I've never gone night wheeling. Oh, um, I mean, when I was in college, park. yeah, I know I, this year I'm trying to go out and do more things. I basically spent all of last year. I think you're on a good start. If you get rid of the roof rack, it's going to go, I think this week, I'm just going to unbolt it and get it off of there. Mm-hmm. Sell that, it. That high place. lift is going to oh, yeah, disappear forever. Why? It's been up there for over four years. Is it rough? I mean, Does you it need load, toss load? some grease in there. I'm sure it's fine. It's a farm jack. They last forever. I mean, I. I have, that pro, I have a pro Eagle Jack now. I don't need it. Debatable. I have a winch. I agree. It's just dead weight. If you're going to keep the pro Eagle with you in the Jeep, it's going to get them out. Then I think you can probably toss the farm Jack. That's I, that's you'll probably be with somebody else that has a farm. Jack. And that's the thing. Everybody else has a freaking farm Jack on them mm-hmm. and you know, nobody uses them. Okay. And so take yeah. it off, sell it. Anybody want to farm for, for yeah, or give it to somebody who needs one. Um, sell the basket, and yep. then 
locate some 35s. Yep. You can stick with a BFG L-Train? Uh, STTs. Ooh. Oh, that's right. You have STTs. I got That's right. You going to stay with Coopers? Love them. Yeah, me too. Everything but sand. Really? They dig in sand. I got 40, so I don't notice. Yeah, you don't have that problem. Did you? Yeah, you saw. You were there when that happened, didn't you? When uh, yeah, when Andy was trying to get that, and he got yep. he buried it, and I went up there behind him. Yeah, yep, no problem. And he would he he came down. And he's like, yeah, I like these tires. They're basically Cooper replicas. I'm like, yeah, I like my Coopers. <laughs> they just dig in the sand. He goes, well, did you just see what happened? <laughs> Case in point. Yeah, they're basically Cooper replicas. And then yeah, I went up behind him, and he had 35 inch holes there. I'm like, hmm, but it went yeah. right through it. So the this is a fun little dirty enough, enough throttle. It'll go. Yeah. Fun little dirty secret. Um, my light bar isn't actually wired. Yes. It's the night wheeling was garbage for you. Yes. I had my, you know, my, my headlights were a Christmas gift from my brother when he was younger. So mm-hmm. they're in there because he gave them to me. They're you not they're that good. They're terrible. The LEDs. They oh, really? No cut off. Oh, that's great no, for nighttime. It's yeah. I just <laughs> that's felt great for the woods. I felt bad for them in front of me. Who's in front of you? Um, the F-250. Oh, okay. Brian and yeah, Brian and Marcus. Um, Radio Man Marcus Marquis, yeah. but apparently, but he also, I mean, the cab is basically stock on his yeah. truck, so he didn't have much light either. So, but like the, he said, he had the mirrors all the mirrors were pushed in from the door from the trees. Yeah, so and, the uh, guy behind yeah. me was giving me light. I was giving light to the guy in front of me. <laughs> yeah, the, so I, I got to re. Headlights. I'm going to reimagine the roof rack, and then I'm going to work on putting some useful lights not just you know stick two hundred dollars worth of lights on there that aren't useful because i i haven't had a need for such a thing because normally you can't night wheel at badlands but i'm gonna probably figure out some rock lights and some sort of extra light pointing forward probably not do a light bar again maybe something a little more tasteful like some pods or the little lights um, Rick had his headlights were super bright. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which, so, who had them? Um, did I say Rick? Yeah. Dave. Dave. I'm sorry, Rick. The, and I'm sorry, Dave's Dave. has got pods on his. He's got these yeah. really cute little, like a one inch diameter, probably about two mm-hmm. inches long. They look like a little mag light, like the head of a mag light. Mm-hmm. They're ridiculously bright. Perfect. So I might try and imagine something like that. I haven't figured it out yet. But. Yeah. Well, I did. I just did some uh, low buck night lights off of Amazon. Yeah, that I yours, had. Well, I, had a bunch, fine. I had a ton laying around. Um, I did a couple of those, and they work good. I want more light. I'm gonna put rock lights actually in the in the fender wheels at some point. I want like spaceship, <laughs> spaceship light. And then when it gets a cage, when it gets an EXO, there will be a light bar right at the edge of the window shield. Yeah, you be know. Part of the cage. I like every other high schooler. I put a light bar on my roof and mm-hmm. I blinded all the oncoming traffic with it. And I don't, I don't, it just lights Mine's, up my hood. Yeah. See, that's, and that's the thing, uh, Andy, because Andy's sits back. His is on his gutter or not his gutter his uh roof rib His on his roof rack. So it sits like six inches off the hood and it sits far enough back from the windshield that there's a cutoff. The cutoff is just past the edge of his hood. Yeah, it accidentally so added. See, yeah, you can't see it. It doesn't light his hood up. At least I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. I'm like, that's perfect. That's what you want. But with a, the cage, I'm going to have it. won't be able to do that. Yeah. 
but and then that's going to be the tallest thing on top of there so you're going to rip it off yeah yeah i don't know how he still has his on there because he's taller than i am yeah so uh but yeah. yeah so night wheeling was fun i've uh i've never had the opportunity so it's easy to get lost <sighs> and it's you know. really hard to see i mean there was i don't like smacking the roof if i don't have to oh yeah i don't want to cave in my pinch seam and there were two times where we were rolling down the hill and I realized that I was sitting on the gutter. Oh, yeah. Fortunately, it didn't do any damage to it. Thank God. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt so bad for the guys in the in the F-250. because Oh, yeah, he was trying. That was that was a tight squeeze. And a lot even today, it was it was tight for him. Yeah. A couple of times we had to go do some other routes because he physically could not fit. Oh, really? Yeah. On red? Yeah. Wow. And we did today we did yellow. Oh yeah. So there were a couple of points where like we we had to straight up turn around and go another route. He there there was no way of getting through him. There was no wow. There was no instance of forcing I his think way he's in. 97 inches wide. Those tires are wide. Yeah. It's 16 a lot of fun. Half. It's fun to watch him work. It looks good. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we went wheeling this weekend. We did it. We ended the year with a wheeling trip and started the new year with a wheeling trip. Yeah. I hope all of you had an awesome uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Hopefully you did something entertaining. I saw some pictures that looked like some people were out and about wheeling. So, yeah, I think we'll wrap this up and go to the Patreon. Sounds good to me. Okay. We've been rambling for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I hope wheeling. everybody likes it. I try so hard. No. They're like overlanding. Uh. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so go check out Adam's drive shafts. I think we pitched them already on this uh, episode. I, I do believe so. Yeah, we may have. Yep. Go Great check shafts. Out. Super easy. Super, super. Go check out uh, complete off road at five, six, three. Oh wait, I'm gonna let you do it. Five, six, three, five, eight, three, five, three, six. Three. Look at him go. And uh, I don't even need speed dial Chris, anymore. <laughs> Chris will take care of all your needs. If not Chris, then the uh, manager, Rich, will take care of it. And uh, then you can uh, also check out Crawler Off Road for all of your needs. I used my Crawler Off Road kinetic rope this week. This weekend, it worked fantastic, as it always does. As it always does. And uh, I used a a soft shackle. I just barely got that soft shackle through the. Uh, I like how you have it hitch. permanently affixed to the hitch. It is currently permanently affixed to the hitch. That's that's it's a clever a idea. I might be and, copying that. And normally you would be worried about that because it's a steel uh, clevis. It's a steel like uh, hitch clevis that has a, a hole through it, mm-hmm. and it's like a one inch. It might be a one inch hole. It's a super tight fit with the Cordura, but thank goodness. For the Cordura, because that's what keeps the hitch from trying to abrase the... Yeah. Abra- abrase? Abrage. Abrage. Whatever. Abrase. Yes. Let's go with that. That'll sound good. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you need some recovery gear so you don't get stuck on trail, um, first thing you should do is not be like Andy, and you should get some recovery points. Don't be that guy. Don't be Andy. And then uh, you should pick up some recovery gear so that when you do get into that situation, you at least have it. And you know that it's there. So go check out crawleroffroad.com for recovery stuff. Where should you go to get some recovery points? Recovery points? Yes. You know what? I bet you can check. There's this website I know. It's offroadanonymous.com. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Um, But uh, Jake owns ORA and it's uh, it's pretty good. Um, We've actually got a guy in the group that uh, posts the 
weekly discount codes every week. He's usually pretty decent about it, but today's Monday. Today is Monday. No, if he made a post this week, this, already done. Not. Oh, he did. It took me two minutes from the email to arrive. <laughs> it's already up. Twenty percent so. off everything this week. Go buy some cool stuff. Let me. Okay, I know we're trying to end up. You here. do it. Give it the pitch. Go, go get those weld on um, toe strap points. Oh, they're wonderful. I. It's five seconds for me to hook up the back with a ratchet strap. Let me let me help you guys to understand this. When I first met Kyle. He strapped his Jeep to the trailer with two ratchet straps. One on each corner. One on each axle. No, Didn't I did you, it with chain. Oh, with chain. That's I right. I chained the axle. You chained the axles. And binders. And binders. He went one chain from one corner of the trailer up under the rear axle, over the snout, under the rear axle, and back to the back corner. And then the front did the same thing, wrapped around yep. the Dana 30 and back to the corner. And I'm like... Something tells me that's not enough. In my defense, I can name drop a few people that did that with a ratchet strap when they went to leave. It's fine. Terrifies me. (laughs) Those slick ass trailers and they've got one strap on there. I think at the time the trailer you were using did have side rails. It had like Uh, two inch. My big tech still has the the side ones on there. It has like two or four inch uh, steel ups on the sides. Yep. So if it did slide sideways, it wouldn't go off the trailer. Yeah. Unless you rolled it, in which case it's, you know, we're screwed either way. It was uh, a half an hour endeavor to strap and unstrap that thing every time. Yeah. With the chains and binders and all yep. that. Yeah, it for sure. Terrible. Yeah. Not to mention all that rust dust from the chains. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hated it. Absolutely. And now you put weld on mounts on there and it's literally. It is seconds. What are you using for tie downs? Ratchet straps. What kind? Um, just some. The yellow ones. Just some rent. Yeah. Just some $11 yellow. Ones. Yep. They're, yeah. I think, 7,000 pounds. Oh, good grief. Whatever they are, but time, you know, times four. Mm-hmm. It's massively overkill, but I that's have, I, mean. I am definitely afraid of that thing falling off the trailer. The, uh, that's what I use on mine. I bought, uh, four just your heart, your, uh, not Harbor Freight, but like, just I run think, to the mills. I think two came from the farm store and two came from one of the big box stores. I think it was Menards. Yep. And I should have bought four of the same, but for whatever reason, I think I had two new ones already that from the last setup I had and I bought two more new ones. I took all of them, laid them out on the garage floor, measured out about eight feet or so. I was like, yeah, eight feet. That'll get it. Cut them down, cut them down, burn the edges. And those four are designated for my Jeep. And then I went to, and then I went to Harbor Freight and I bought a Bauer, uh, like I think it's an 18 inch bag. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I put all four straps in that bag. I got bungees in that bag. I got ties, like ties in the bag, zip the bag shut. And all of my strap down gear is in one bag. It makes it so easy. I'm set. Yeah, it is. That That's my pitch. It takes me five minutes to do the front axle, mm-hmm. strap down my front axle. It takes me 10 seconds on the rear. Why? Because the rear has those tabs welded on. Oh, the front doesn't yet? It doesn't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't order them in time. Yep. So yeah. do yourself a favor and strap your shit down correctly. I ordered. I don't want to have to scrape you off the side of the highway when your trailer <laughs> goes over. So when I ordered them, I ordered a set of four of the quarter inch ones, which is your normal ones. Mm-hmm. And then I ordered two three eighths heavy duty ones. I'm like, I, the three eighths ones look like they're a little flatter. They might work differently with my setup. Yeah. And what ended up happening, I was trying to figure out where I was going to put them. And I was like, I have no idea. On the front, I have nowhere to put them. The truss goes from side yeah. to side. 
I didn't want to put them on the bottom of the axle because then they'd be hanging down. That's the only reason I don't have them on mine right now. I don't know where I'm going to put them. I put mine, um, my brackets for my four link, my lower link bars. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of open space in those and they went perfectly in between them. So I trimmed them. I trimmed the edges so they were square and then just slid it up in there and welded it to the bottom. It now boxes in my, those box in my lower buckets. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It was genius. I'm going to look I'm, at that when I leave. Yes. That's what I did. I boxed in my lower link brackets with those three eighths tabs. And now I just reach up in there. The hook, you have to lean the hook all the way back and like, Arch, it like clip it through. Yep. Clip it through. So like, even if it comes loose, like it coming out of there would be next to impossible. That's the way to do it. Yep. And so, yeah, that's where I put mine. And now they're perfect. They're like little skid plates and they don't catch on anything. Life's good. I like it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, check out Offroad Anonymous if you need some tie downs for your trailer, uh, for your Jeep on the trailer or even on the trailer. I think they got some of the, that kind of stuff too as well. Oh, yeah. They got pack out goodies. They got um, lots of other fabrication stuff. And Jacob is constantly innovating new things to put on his website. So be sure to check back often. If you haven't been there in a couple of weeks, hey, check again because it's the new year. And Jacob probably launched something badass. There were a lot of more flates there too. There were a handful of the more flated units. I didn't use mine. It's disappointing. It was already aired down. <laughs> I think I used it somewhere, maybe down at AOP. Probably. No, I don't know if I don't use AOP. I even used I them to have... air out the bags in my truck. Nice. That's how I balance the bags when I go to tow. That's not a bad idea. That works well. Works great. Um. Somebody was out using it. Who? Oh, Brian Schroeng yep. with the F-250. So he must have broke out somebody's either. Let's I think see. he had Dustin's. He must have had Dustin's, yeah. Um, he got out Dustin's Morflate and aired down his pit bulls because his pit bulls that were like, I don't know, I think they had like 50 pounds in them or something. So he said they had 16 or 12. I was like, no way. Uh, so Maybe. he aired those down to, I think he said three in the back and five or six in the front. Um. And yeah, that yeah. made it be a lot better. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I like it. Me too. Thanks for joining us for episode 157. And we'll catch you on the trail. You got any last words? No, none of that. Stop. You don't listen to this podcast. That's the outro music. Yeah. I have it memorized. Do you have the, do you have anything to tell the people? What do I want to tell the people? Tell them. Happy new year. Can't wait to hang out with y'all. It's going to be a good year. Amen. I'll catch you in the Patreon. Bye. Go sign up.